0: what up guys it's fake sorg here we are here to talk about the raw wrap-up raw just ended about five minutes ago Uh, i am fake sorg you know who i am we are here from not pittsburgh new york and um yeah all right guys uh sorg sorg is in pittsburgh right now he is home but i'm pretty sure the entire city of pittsburgh Imploded when Phil Kessel scored a goal in the hockey game tonight, so he's unable to join me. However, we will be all of us back together tomorrow night um, on the reg- on the Wrestling Man show proper. But until then, let's talk some Raw. Um, Raw certainly was uh, an interesting show tonight. There was we set up a lot of stuff for Extreme Rules, a whole lot of stuff for Extreme Rules. Um, let's see, we got. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss in a phallic object on a pole match. Uh, seriously, can we find a kendo stick that's about that's taller than Alexa Bliss? Because that would be awesome. I, I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, Alexa Bliss and Bailey. Probably one of my favorite segments tonight. Uh, Alexa Bliss, they're in Jersey. Yeah, so you know, Jersey was being Jersey. Um, Alexa Bliss was doing well on the mic again. And you know Bailey came out. Alexa said she wasn't able to go extreme, which I'm sure that prompted a lot of people to think awkward things about both of them. But uh, then Alexa Bliss started beating Bailey down with a kendo stick, and instead of making this, why oh, I don't know, an extreme rules match at Extreme Rules, it's a regular match until someone grabs a kendo stick. Okay, uh, but uh, Fake sorg, what do you think about that? Oh come on, Mad Mike! You can't tell me you didn't like that part. We have the first like it, it's it's been a long time since we've had a, a no DQ match like that for for the women for for the women's championship. But I, I mean, it's a kendo stick. The, the Alexa Bliss going after Bailey with a kendo stick was awesome. Uh, Sorg, I mean, you know, it's it was okay, it was fine. I would have liked to see them actually get a better stipulation than this though like like when you say you're ready to go extreme that doesn't mean i i want to have a weapon on a pole match it means i want to use all the weapons it means i want to use all the weapons that that's really what that should mean um but uh sork i know you had to have like the opening segment i know you had to have um of course I did, Mad Mike. A fatal five-way match? All these guys... I mean, this is what you want. You want people go, going after Brock Lesnar in the Universal Championship. That's exactly what you wanted, Mad Mike. I don't see how you can complain about this at all. We had Samoa Joe talking about being a badass. We had Seth Rollins saying that he's conquered the beast before. We have Finn Balor. Finn Balor's in the title picture. So was Samoa Joe. And Bray Wyatt's in there. I mean, you know, Roman Reigns, no no one really likes Roman Reigns in the title picture. Everyone's a little scared of him, to be honest. That's fine. But all four of those other guys, that's great. I don't know how you can be angry with that kind of a match. Um, Sorg, of, I'm not angry about that match. The Fatal 5-Way, I'm sure it'll be a really good match. Uh, it's very interesting. It's the winner that concerns me most of all uh and also it kind of makes extreme rules seem like a very very top heavy show uh because right now you have five guys in one match and raw doesn't like raw is kind of thin on the undercard like that our truth or gold does match so we're probably going to get might not even be on the pre-show which it probably should be but i mean you know Unless the person who wins this is actually going to beat Brock and that person is not Roman Reigns, I honestly don't care. Because if Bray Wyatt wins, he goes up against Brock and gets killed. If Finn Balor wins, he goes up against Brock and gets killed. If Samoa Joe wins, he he goes up against Brock and gets killed. If Seth Rollins wins, Seth could actually beat Brock, I think. I don't think that'll happen because of said Samoa Joe. But... uh, they they, this doesn't help them write themselves out of the corner. Like Rome, like Braun Strowman getting injured, is the worst because Braun was the only viable option that they had to beat Brock. He was the only star that they made. I mean, and it, I don't know, and it was further showcased by the fact that they didn't let Finn beat Reigns tonight, and the Seth versus Bray Wyatt match ended in a DQ. I mean, what the fuck is the point of long matches like that when they end so, so shittily? Same thing with Miz and Dean Ambrose. Like, uh, I don't know how you can do that match that goes over like two commercial breaks and have it end in a DQ. And then at your Extreme Rules pay per view, Miz and Dean Ambrose are having a rematch where if you get disqualified, you lose the belt. At Extreme Rules. Okay, man, Mike, I, I kind of had to agree with you on that point. Um, the stipulation for Miz and Dean Ambrose at Extreme Rules doesn't make any sense at all. But the matches were good. The matches were a lot of fun. That, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I watch Raw for the matches. I don't watch Raw for the storytelling or the storylines. Like, uh, we had a lot of good in-ring action today. You had to have liked what they did with the cruiserweights. I mean, come on, we're we're continuing the story with TJP and Neville and all that stuff. Sorg, I'm tired of cruiserweights doing more rest holds than Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Uh, it's, if we're trying to use these matches on Raw to get people to watch 205 Live, it is failing. Now, when they were showing stuff like Mustafa Ali and Neville, Okay, that's fine. But you know what? I I saw someone tweet this. I forget who it was. If Drew Gulak wants to see grounded cruiserweight wrestling, he should watch Raw. He'd love it. Raw is definitely a no-fly zone as far as cruiserweights go. Um, but sort what, what I mean, I my personal favorite thing of the night because it was the only real actual thing that happened in my opinion. Was Goldust turning heel on R Truth. Uh beating him down. I thought that was really cool. I, I really enjoyed that. Sorg, what do you think about that? Oh mad Mike, you know I loves me some Goldust. I was a big fan of that. I it was a little telegraphed. A little telegraphed, but you know, as long as R Truth doesn't see it coming, that's kind of the point, right? Uh it was really good. Not not exactly, you know, barbershop window type of uh, breaking up of a tag team, but yeah, you know, it was pretty good. I I hope they get a fun gimmick match at Extreme Rules. Yeah, I, I tweeted out earlier, Sork, that the Golden Truth didn't even get a carnival of camaraderie, let alone a festival of friendship, but it was still fun. Um, Kind of sucks that, you know, this means the club didn't come out or anything. Like, if we came back from the commercial and the club was just saying a magic killer on R-Truth just for the hell of it. That would have been hilarious. Um, Sorg, what what do you think about the stuff with the Hardys and Sheamus and Cesaro tonight? Because I honestly didn't care for it. It just seems like they're killing time. And how have we not announced a stipulation for that match yet? Like, this is Extreme Rules. Everything should have some kind of stipulation to it, right? Mad Mike, you have to give it time. You have to be a little patient. There's still a lot of time before Extreme Rules. I, we're, we're probably going to get a stipulation for that. It's probably going to be a liar match. We're, we're going to get something. You need to just hang on a little bit. You, you just need to appreciate, you know, we have the Hardys back. They're wrestling. They're they're having fun. And, you know, Sheamus is looking good too. Sheamus and Cesaro are finally on the same page. You can't really uh, be bothered by that. But, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's fine. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about. Uh why why was there only one cruiserweight segment this week? Uh, I thought that was a little off. Like we usually get two. Uh yes, yeah, Org, I, I thought the same thing. I thought we could have taken some time out of especially the Miz and Ambrose match, because that match was so long and did not really do anything with it. We could have had another segment like with Mustafa Ali or maybe further the Rich Swan stuff. Or hell, have Rich Swan come out And back up up Sasha Banks in her match with Alicia Fox. That would have been fun. And I can't believe Sasha Banks is losing to Alicia Fox. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Didn't see that coming at all. Um, I, I don't really know what we're doing with the women's division because they just seem lost. They seem completely lost right now. Like Alexa is great, but there's nothing else going on besides that. And it just speaks to the overall problem of Raw. Like, they can't multitask. They can't multitask at all. Like, uh, bronze and plus, they've had to uh, adapt for stuff like this. But bronze injury, it looks like bronze injury completely tanked the main event division of Raw. Like, we could have had three or four separate matches, and now it's all just lumped into one big shit. Which, you know, I mean, the match will be fine. I'm not saying anything about the match, but it's, it's not creative. It's not creative at all. And and coming back to Samoa Joe. I told you before, Sword, when Samoa Joe came to Raw, he was going to be fucked. And he should have gone to SmackDown. Because yes, Samoa Joe's promo at the start of the show was great, but again, I ask you, show don't tell. Samoa Joe has not proven a single thing to the Raw audiences that he is a badass. He hasn't. He's winless at pay-per-view. He barely wins on Raw. And even when tonight he attacked Seth Rollins and took him out, Bray Wyatt took him out from behind. I mean, it's, you know, it's, they're, they they don't know what to do with Samojo. They don't know what to do with him. And it's kind of sad. Uh, but Sorg, how, how much of Raw did you think was watchable tonight? Because I think we pretty much hit all the major points. Oh, mad Mike, well you know me. I, I I give it the benefit of the doubt. I enjoyed a lot of the the longer matches. I'll say a solid solid two twenty, 220. solid two twenty this week for me for Raw. Uh, how about how about you, Matt Mike? How how much of Raw was watchable for you? Oh, sorry, guy. I was watching intermittently with the Pens game. So I mean, you know, I was still paying attention to Raw and all that stuff. Um, uh, I'd say Raw. I'll give it an hour forty. I'll give it an hour 40 i don't like the two matches that we had the two longer matches that we had the in dqs that's why i've taken a lot of stuff off um the rest of raw was okay it was it was fine i mean not a lot happened on raw which you know i i generally don't like those kinds of raws i generally don't i well we didn't even talk about apollo cruz and enzo and Cass, but no one, no one really gives a shit about that it Apollo Crews looks like he kind of turned heel by kicking Enzo. Whoop de doo. Yeah. Um, All right. So, Sorg, where can the good people find you on the internet? Uh, You can just go to SorgatronMedia.com for all of your Sorgatron needs. How about you, Mad Mike? Uh, You can find me at Mad Mike4883 on the Twitter machine. Uh, You can go to our Facebook group. Uh, We will be there with uh, another episode of the Wrestling Man Show tomorrow night, right after SmackDown ends, basically. And uh, we will be talking about. everything that is everything in the world of professional wrestling also feel free to check out the midweek war coming up this week we're gonna be talking all sorts of fun stuff in the build up to take over Chicago we're gonna do our predictions live on there and uh yeah so you know for fake sorg I'm mad Mike keep it.